episode 100. I can't believe it. 7 a.m. Good morning, everyone. John Henry Soto here. Welcome. It's 7 a.m. It is May 11th, 2021. And uh, this is episode 100. Um, it goes by fast when you're doing them daily. <laughs> so I was looking at the numbers and I'm like looking and I'm noticing. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Next week, it's going to be 100 episodes. I kind of just flew by. Um, it's been such an, a joy to do these um i did it originally as a uh, as a challenge to myself to get myself you know up in the mornings even though i generally we have kids so we have to get up early and i gotta do homeschooling and i gotta you know make breakfast for my wife and make her lunch for her to take with her and stuff i'm uh you know uh, a house husband in the in the mornings um you know even though i was doing that i i still felt that I wanted to be doing something creatively during the morning. And I recommend that to anybody, you know, put, give yourself the challenge, you know, cause if you don't give yourself the work, somebody else is going to give it for you. And it might not be the thing that you want to do. So, so I always say, well, you know, if, if I'm going to have to work, I'm going to give myself the, the, the stress. I'm going to give myself the, the task or the, uh, the, um, the goals, you know, and the challenge especially and this has been a challenge you know it's not easy getting up every day at 7 a.m or not even getting up at 7 i'm, I'm up way earlier than that but uh, to get everything ready you know half asleep turning on the lights turning on the my computer getting my mic checked and all that stuff um <clears throat> making my coffee which i have a timer on a coffee i do it in the evenings this way it actually is, is already done um, and then getting my, my, uh, my wife, she literally leaves now before my show within two minutes to me going live. So she's, we're at the door. Okay. Love you. Take care. Have a good day. And I lock the door and I come here. And then about a minute later, I start the show. So that's been a lot of fun, a lot of challenges in that respect as well. So I'm, I'm excited. You know, this is uh, episode 100. Um, I'm going to keep going with this because I do enjoy doing it. And, and I know that I've received some nice uh, messages from people saying that you know, they, they like it. They enjoy what I'm doing um, and they want me to do more of it. So it's a very simple concept, too. It's nothing too, too difficult to understand. It's um, you know, it says it right here, you know, join me Monday through Friday for a cup of coffee, a few laughs and a positive look at the day ahead. Um, pretty simple. You know, I have my, my book here. I have my folder with all my, my 7am content on my shows that I'm going to do some of the ones that I've done already. Um, and I have, a oh yeah, I forgot it was, I forgot this was here. It's a picture of me and my wife. This was a picture of me and my wife when we, um, when we were dating, we were dating for one month in this picture and we were going to a, a friend's wedding and on this bus that they rented. And uh, this was the first photo of us together, really, that I can think of. It was taken by my, my, my good friend, Clayton Bartner, on a bus. And he gave it to me and the date is right. Remember in photos, 
This was uh, even though we had digital, this was 2001. It was digital, but it wasn't that popular. Um, and it was expensive. So this has the date on the back, which is June 22nd, 20, uh, 20, 2001. It was a September 11 happened a few months later. And that kind of brought us closer together. Um, but anyway, um, so I wanted to just come on here and do this show. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. Brian says, congrats. And this even makes me even feel better. You are an inspiration. Thank you. That's, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Brian. Um, appreciate that, Brian. A very big supporter. Um, great filmmaker as well. Great person. Um, we're going to, I'm going to be talking a little bit about thank yous because I need to thank a few people, Brian. <laughs> um, there's a couple of people that watch my show, uh, Dorothy Perez. She's a, a a fan of the show, um, always interacts. I like it. Um, uh, Mary Lawson, a good friend, um, and also a, a fan of the show, and a few others that come in and out um, that I, I really appreciate their support. Um, Clayton Bardner actually comes in every once in a while as well, and I appreciate him very much. And I want to thank also um, the platforms. You know, I know a lot of people give um, these platforms because they're censoring people. I haven't been censored on this show yet because this is really not a, a show like I, um, a controversial show. I don't, uh, you know, I, I think I've done a couple of shows where I went into a few things that were sort of on the border of like, no, 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 we don't like that. Uh, we don't like how you are talking about that, okay? So you are taking that to somewhere else, okay? Um, and But I didn't get any of that. Uh, luckily, I... I know where the border is now. I use humor, humor to kind of like tiptoe along that border and discuss little topics here and there. Um, but I haven't really gone into it too much. It's really more of a place for a positive outlook into the, the day ahead. Um, we drink some coffee, have a few laughs if I'm in a laughing mood. I talk about my book here, not my book, but uh, the Way to Happiness booklet that I give out free copies if anybody wants a copy. Uh, and uh, I have also the, the little um, this book that I give out also, which is uh, uh, the truth about drugs. You know, having a drug-free world would be nice. And uh, so I give these out as well. And these have great content. This has information in it that really I didn't. Uh, a lot of it I didn't know, but it has um, the actual drug itself, like what it actually is, and it has a whole uh, a whole list of all the drugs and what they actually are and how they actually affect the mind and the brain and all that stuff. Pretty fascinating stuff. Uh, small booklet you can carry around, get a bunch of those. Um, so anyway, I give those out as well on the show. And I just talk about um, positive things to try to help, you know, really, some of it is really, I read it and it helps me and I'm thinking, oh, I want to share that. You know, I mean, that's part of my personality is when I have something that I know it's going to help others. I want to actually share that with others. So that's actually been a, um, a, a blessing because it puts me in, in, in the driver's seat to go out and look for things that are inspirational. And I find things and I'm like, wow, this is really good. Um, I, I'm sure this would be good on the show, you know, or if somebody says a funny story, you know, or if I think of something that happened to me in the past, I have a, a list of stories here that I'm actually going to be telling in the next few weeks. Um, really ridiculous things that happened to me. 
but they really did happen to me. Um, and, um, and I'm going to be telling those stories. So it just gives me an opportunity to go out and find content and then be able to share it with all of you and get the feedback, which is awesome. Um, I want to talk a little bit about my influences. I've always been influenced by Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson was the first person um, that I saw on television where I knew, where I, I realized sarcasm, where I realized that type of humor where a joke doesn't go wrong, where a joke goes wrong. And, you know, he's got that, I did not know that, you know, that whole, that whole thing. I'm, I'm just doing Dana, a bad Dana Carvey impression, but, um, he, he would just, a joke would go bad and he would kind of look around and everyone would laugh. And as a, as a small four five, six year old boy, I understood what was happening. I understood that that was a joke that went bad and he's kind of looking around for, uh, and reacting to that. And that in itself is hilarious. And so I always liked his, his, uh, his uh, interview style because he wasn't, it wasn't about him, you know, and I think a lot of talk show hosts now, especially the show is about them and, and they bring on guests, you know, but the show is really about them. It's, uh, you know, I think probably the last one that it was really about the guest was probably Jay Leno. I'm not a huge Jay Leno fan. Um, I don't dislike him or I, I like, you know, what he did. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really watch the show during that period of, of time, not because of him, but just because of my life didn't uh, allow me or I was whatever I was involved in. But I like his style. He's he was more about the actual guests, you know, and um, it wasn't so much about look how brilliant I am or how funny I am or, you know, there's also this weird kind of thing that's happening on some of these shows now. And um, I don't know if maybe somebody can verify this or or disagree with me. Um where the host is sort of on on this top, you know, uh, on a pedestal, and he's kind of looking down at everybody, like like, and, and he's trying to catch everybody on something, and he's 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 wiser, and and he's just so in tuned with everything, and uh, he's so connected, and he knows everything about everything, and he's gonna try to make the funniest joke, even if somebody brilliant is on. A comedian on i mean probably not if like a robin williams was on rest in peace or a jim carrey or one of those guys that you really cannot compete with you know as far as energy and movement um keeps quiet you know but um but you generally they're out there trying to like yeah well look look i know i know exactly what this is about i know what you're doing i'm going to catch you on this and here's my little how awake i am how you know and that that annoys me <laughs> on a few of these talk show hosts, which I won't name names, but um, <clears throat> but there was a, a a couple of talk show hosts in the past and uh, through history that I I've always been influenced by that a lot of people don't even know, like literally they <laughs> I, I mentioned some of these names like Joe Franklin, like nobody knows who Joe Franklin is. Um, even when he was out doing his show and he did a show, a talk show for about 40 years. Now this is a very laid back guy. He's very chilled out. Um, not particularly funny, not really. Um, he was sort of like the Ed Sullivan of um, talk shows. Um, he just was, but he did the talk show. You know what I mean? He was consistent. And for about 40 years, 
he had a talk show and it was all over the place because I could never find it. But when I found whenever I found it, I would just sit and watch because it was literally it was literally a talk show. You would talk. And um, the show was slow paced. And I don't know why I enjoyed that, but um, I enjoyed slow paced stuff. I, th I guess today it's different, right? Nobody can watch a slow paced talk show. Um, you know, it's got to be flashy with a comedian. <laughs> I'm a funny guy. You know, and it's got to be all that. Nobody really wants to listen to conversation as much. Um, although I think that may be a, a, an incorrect statement on my part. I think people are interested, but in different formats. You know, the podcast is huge. People are listening to podcasts. And if you have good content and you have good guests, people are going to listen to a podcast, you know. And I hope my future, um, I be, I'll be able to, you know, extend this podcast and, and have guests on you know i mean at 7 a.m it's kind of early if i keep doing it at this time but if i move it to a different time or if i record it pre-recorded um you know then we'll, we'll have guests at, at whatever time and um i think that that'll be something that'll be fun um i did it last year with the jhs show where i interviewed you know i did about 100 shows there um maybe not 100, well uh, overall i did 100 shows um but i interviewed uh some great people some great guests and the art of listening and asking a question based on what you just heard is extremely important. And a lot of people don't have that, you know, in order to be a talk show host, you really have to have that. And I think the guys that are on now, even though they have that kind of thing, like, Hey, I'm a smart, funny guy. Um, I think that they still listen really well, you know, to, to the guests. And that's a really important thing. I think uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon does that really well. Um, and he's brilliant, actually, um, in a lot of a lot of ways. Um, and I think a couple of the other guys do it as well. You know, they really do listen to the guest. Um, when you want, when you go to an interview, when you see a, somebody being interviewed on a news network, those news guys, man, they are the worst. First of all, they try to be as funny as if it's a comedian, as the comedian, which is always a huge mistake, right? You just sit back, you ask your questions, you enjoy it. Don't try to compete with somebody that that does it for a living. You know, tells jokes for a living. Um, but also, I, I what I've noticed, and and the reason I picked this up recently is because I wanted to talk about one of my favorite comedians that I've been following recently, uh, named Dusty Slay, um, hilarious guy from Nashville, um, just really funny, funny stuff. But I've been watching his uh, YouTube channel, and in his, on his YouTube channel, he does a lot of these daytime shows. And it seems like every every show that he's on, they are not listening to him. They do not listen to what he's saying, and he tells it. He's in. He says a joke, but the joke you have to. It's a thinking joke, right? Like he tells a joke about, you know, his parents got divorced, and there was a, a big court battle, and um, his uh, um, there was a big court battle, and his mom lost the court battle, so he had to go live with her. <laughs> so. That's a very subtle joke. You have to listen to that joke, right? But they never, they, I've seen you know, some of them will be like, they'll hear that and they'll be like, oh, so divorce. Oh, that's got to be tough being a divorce. And I was like, no, he just made a joke. His mom lost. Usually when you lose a court, a, a child custody battle, the person that loses doesn't get the child. But his mom lost and he had to go live with her. That was her loss. That's funny, but it's very subtle and it's very you have to listen to it 
And I'm telling you that I've watched him on at least four or five shows and he's said that joke. And people are like, yeah, yeah. Oh, so when you moved in, was it difficult being in a, in a, they're not listening. They're in their own head waiting for the next question or whatever little bullet, the, the, the word divorce came in. So that's, that just what they focus on. So listening is an extremely important part of this, uh, this gig, listening to uh, uh, what your guest has to say. Um, but also because you want to draw from that, from their comments, you want to draw more material. You want to draw more questions, more curiosity. You want to think like the audience, like somebody says something about, they make that joke. I want to laugh. Right. And, and then at the same time, I also want to think, well, what was that like, but acknowledge the joke. Right. So that's because you're listening and then ask the question. And that's something that you, that comes to you within, uh, you know, um, as you practice, you know, um, I remember when I did the JHS show, I was at, I think I did maybe 30 shows before I realized the tempo of a show. And I started realizing that, you know, things start getting good at about 40 minutes sometimes, you know? So that's why these long podcasts, like the Joe Rogan experience and, um, all these longer formats, Howard Stern, they, go so long because when you get a guest in there, you want to keep the guest long enough for them to be comfortable to then open up, to then start talking about stuff that will be more interesting. Um, and that's a really great format, you know, when, for an interviewing of, of a guest, that's why uh, podcasts are doing so well because you get that experience. You get to learn about them in the beginning, the first 40 minutes, you know? So I started getting better at like just learning in the next, in the first 15 minutes, to try to get them a little bit more comfortable at 30 minutes and then end off with a powerful uh, 30 minutes with a lot of detail and content to help the audience. Um, generally, the show was, you know, interviewing artists and people in business and indus different industries um, to see how they reacted with um, how they the challenges that they had, anything that they can give it, as, as far as advice and all that stuff had to go um, that was the main purpose of how the show, I wanted the show to go. Um, you can see those actually on my YouTube channel as well. They're all in there. Um, they're sp split up cause there's JHS interviews and then the JHS show. And, uh, anyway, so if you, um, if you're watching a, a talk show host, um, you know, probably my, one of my favorites, um, that I think really started this type of format like a podcast was sort of the tone of what this person is and i think that um they're probably there's probably nobody like dick cavett <laughs> dick cavett is a legend um he's interviewed i mean he's interviewed Jimi hendrix marlon brando groucho marx bob hope uh, the legends of, of the industry, you know, um, and if you're young enough that you don't know any of those people, shame on you. Cause you need to learn about the history of entertainment. If, if you're in, in, in the entertainment industry, you got to pay respect to these guys. Cause they were, they were the ones, you know, they started it. Um, he interviewed everybody and, and anybody, um, back in that, those days, you know, um, Janis Joplin, uh, I mean, the, the list goes on and on. And his style was so laid back that you sometimes even forget he was there, you know? And I think 
that was his purpose, you know, and, and that was his, he did that on purpose, you know, he would sit back and ask the question and let this legend explain certain things and have them, let them have their moments and let them get comfortable with the, with the environment, you know, um, he had Groucho on a few times. Um, and, you know, I think the, the tougher, the, the tough ones are really amazing to watch. Like he had on George Harrison and George Harrison is, was not a good interviewer, you know, uh, a, a good interviewee. He was definitely not somebody that, that would answer questions because he just didn't think it was interesting. I don't know why he's a beetle for Christ's sakes. I mean, why would that, but he felt everything had already been said and uh, they will ask him questions and he would give like one line sentences, you know, one line responses. And it was very difficult for, uh, for Dick Cabot, but he got through it by sort of making a few jokes um, and, uh, and just continuing that process, you know, and sometimes you run into that, you know, you get into a, a guest that maybe is not the, the most energetic and stuff. And you have to then kind of pick up the pace or ask questions that are going to get the person excited, you know, validate them, of course. And uh, I think that that's an important thing. So Dick Cavett is definitely my all time favorite um, interviewer. Um, and uh, I hope in 40 years I can look back and, and, and have a, a, that type of a career uh, or even just a fraction of that type of career because he's a legend. But, um, but that's what I'm looking forward to, you know, um, as well as everything else that I do. As you all know, I'm a filmmaker. I have a new film that's, uh, that's out, which I did somehow, you know, within all this craziness that's going on in my life. Uh, I was able to put this film together, which is called And On That Day. Um, it's a... It's a great story. I have an episode a couple about last week that I talked about this, the film and why I made the film and, and how it came about. Um, you can check that episode out. And all these episodes, by the way, of the 7 a.m. show are on one playlist on my YouTube channel. So you don't have to go searching for them. You just go to the playlist and it shows all of them right there. And you can just scroll to, uh, to the, my film or whatever you want to actually. I don't show the film, but I'm talking about the film. The film is going to be going to uh, some festivals. I'm hoping people still do this cross fingers. Um, I'm hoping that it actually gets into some festivals and uh, we'll see what happens. I'll keep you all posted on that. The future. My last thing that I just want to talk about. Um, the future seems very bright. I have some, uh, some big plans coming. I have some big announcements that I'll be making soon. Um, it won't change my show. It won't change what I'm doing here. Maybe a little bit in, in the, in, in here and there. But, um, I think that it's, uh, it's an exciting time right now for me and my family. And we're moving to some really, uh, really great things, I'm meeting some really great people as well and doing some, some great work. And I want to just continue to do great work and, uh, in front of the camera as, a as this, and also as an actor as well. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I want to, I want to play that guy, that guy right there. I want to play him some, someday, um, and see. <laughs> so this is my promo for my, uh, it's weird to be here with my own face, but I didn't realize that when I, when I shared it, but anyway, <laughs> so my 100th episode, I want to thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. I'll be back tomorrow morning for 101 and, uh, continue on to the next 100 and, 
Um, I am looking for guests, but it is live and it's not an easy gig. If you want to be live on my show at 7 a.m., uh, please just message me, let me know, and uh, I would love to have you on. Um, usually the only criteria that I have is that you're in some type of entertainment or in an industry like real estate or business or something, not just somebody who wants to come on and just chat with me, which would, which is nice too, you know, and maybe in the future I can have that type of a format where I can, uh, just have friends over that I've grew up with, but, um, let me know and I'll be more than happy to have you on the show. All right, my friends, I want to thank you all for tuning in. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day out there. Um, remember to make today great. Do the things that you love and take care of yourselves. And as always, peace.